0: You're on the yacht and I'm on LSD. Wow. Hey, David, where did all this pixie dust come from? Oh, wait a
1: minute. It's dust! <coughs> I can't breathe, David! I can't breathe! It's fucking everywhere! It's all over the panel, it's all over my hair, all the fucking microphone. it's my fucking microphone! We're gonna catch a plane in the morning to get colon surgery for fucking children!
0: My friends, and welcome to another glorious evening on the yacht. I'm Adam, the good host and captain of this ship. Well, joining me, uh, as as they usually do, sorry about that, is, uh, well, one Norman Vine. Hello, Adam! Oh, how are you doing, Norman? Oh, I'm very good. Very good. Uh, Kevin Goodle. <coughs> Adam. How are you doing? Oh, I've got a bit of a cough. Again? Again? You're a sickly man, Kevin Goodall.
2: Oh, Tim was telling me he doesn't like the dust in the studio and perhaps it gives me an allergy or something.
0: Mmm. Certainly gives me the heebie-jeebies late at night when all the lights are turned off. All these dust bunnies making fearsome shadows. Maybe you should wear an oxygen mask. One of those things. Well, then, how would I talk into the microphone? Oh, we have the technology, Adam. We're on the yacht. Perhaps uh, some sort of hybrid oxygen mask microphone. Could Vine Industries uh, set their genius on that? I don't know, but if Alan Jones has one, I don't know how else he could still be on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. Well, you just have. Oh, no, I probably should have said that.
2: Ah, uh, oh. Adam. No, okay. Sorry to interrupt. No, no. i talking about this dust and you getting the heebie-jeebies. I just had a thought. Have you ever encountered any paranormal activity
0: here in the studios at Radio Adelaide? Oh, not in the studios, my, my good friend, the KG. But, uh... Where then? Where? One night late out at sea. Uh, I was out on deck because uh, I w- my roster, I was rostered off. And I was just, uh, watching the night sky. Ghost ship. No, aliens. Aliens! Well, well, perhaps I have no idea if they were aliens or not, but there were a big circle uh, was above me and flashing lights everywhere. uh, You sure it wasn't a helicopter? My watch stopped, David. Are you talking to the producer again? Oh, sorry, Norman Vine. Good lord. He's sitting uh, behind me, you know. I think... Your uh, watch actually stopped. Mmm. The battery gl- was flat. <laughs> no. Yes? No, 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 Didn't no. Didn't wind it this morning. No, no. Oh, I'm sure it was just swamp gas. The radiation from the aliens caused the watch to stop. Raylians. No, <laughs> no, Ray-lians. no. Jim Tim Raelians. Tim Ray's devoted fans are called Raelians, but, uh... No, no, no. I, I mean, I don't want to carry on about this too much because, uh. Well, Is- Israel? Israelians! I reported this to my commanding officer, and, uh, needless to say, I was given a dishonorable discharge from the naval forces.
2: Norman, have you ever seen some paranormal activity in the studios here at North
0: Terrace? Yes, one time I could have sworn I saw a dog hosting a radio program. Unbelievable. Yes, I would be our old pal, the Radio Adelaide Dog. Oh, of course. He's a big bulldog. That's, yeah. And he gets all foamy and he leaves all his dribble all over the microphone. What? It's not pleasant being in the studios after him. <laughs> Licking his privates. Mmm. Well... We're giving away a bottle of wine tonight. Ah, I was just about to get to that. Uh, Norman, you've you've brought one in. Halle oh from, yes, it's from Vine Winery. Ooh, beautiful rosé. That bottle of grog, you say? Oh yes. I'll take that. Only the finest. I'll take that. No, you no, have to no. answer me these questions. Three. No, no, no. You have to be a uh, currently overseas s- situation. I don't. St- stationed. Student. An overseas stationed army officer to win this beautiful bottle of plonk. Uh, so if you're serving in perhaps... Korea. Yes. We still have a lot of troops over there. Uh, mm. Uzbekistan. Not sure it's a country anymore, is it? Oh, it certainly is, Norman. It, it counts as overseas, though. You you claim to have been to every country on this. I've been to so earth. many countries I couldn't begin to describe. Well, if you are uh, uh, a currently serving member of the armed forces stationed overseas, <coughs> you uh, you can win this beautiful bottle of champers. Here it is. Here. Oh no, no, no. no. It, it is around though. It's, uh, I don't know, could could you describe it for me, Kevin Goodle? It looks simply delicious, Adam. Mmm. <laughs> it it is. looks like a good drop. Oh, yes. It's a plastic bottle. It's a... Oh, yes. Didn't fork out for the glass one.
2: Adam, what is coming up on the show tonight?
0: Ah, coming up, uh, resid- our, our resident movie man. Oh, could... that's me. No, 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 no. Not me. Well, you're not our official movie man. Oh, uh, our official movie You're man. our photography man. ...is uh, Associate Professor Curtis Lindsay. Oh. And... Oh, you're looking a bit dishevelled there. You're looking quite upset. Kevin Coodle, have we offended? Oh, no. Oh, no. Hmm.
2: You ask your good pal Curtis about his movies.
0: But you love the movies, Dr. Kevin. love going to the the flicks buying a large popcorn dunking your hand in there throwing it all over the cinema to make those pesky cinema workers clean it up you love it Mm, well that's exactly why he isn't our resident movie man anymore because he was banned from Hoyt cinemas for doing just that is that why they closed the one on Rundlesman it was a frame-up a frame up! Mmm, okay, okay. Or maybe it was an out of frame up. <laughs> so that, that's. That's coming no. up on the show next. Uh, Norman. Uh, please remember if the two are uh, currently serving member of the armed forces, you can ring in on 8303 5000. double double Only overseas! Only overseas. And uh, perhaps you'll win a bottle of your favorite poison. You're on the yacht. Radio at 21.5. From the former managing directors of the supermarket chain Bilo and the venerable Rabbi Louis Bergman of the Salisbury East Jewish Synagogue comes Rabbi Lo. Rabbi Low is your one-stop shop for all your discount-variety Jewish merchandise. This week at Rabbi Lo, take advantage of our Hanukkah in July sales by picking up your copy of the complete Mel Brooks DVD box set. Pay by credit card transaction and you'll also receive a free menorah. Browse our wide selection of yarmulkes. Yarmulkes, yarmulkes, yarmulkes. So don't be a klutz, you schmo. This Sabbath, why not head on down to Rabbi Lo, our Lowe Low, yet reasonably priced prices are 100% kosher. You'd be sugar to shop anywhere else. Rabbi Low, as endorsed by Adam Sandler. Oi, this voiceover work is tough.
1: Roll up, roll up for Vine World, the
0: 17th happiest place on Earth, and the only theme park dedicated to Australia's greatest living folk hero, Norman Vine. Race around on a Norman Vine Motors go-kart, Get lost in the Vine and Hedges hedge maze. Climb the Norman Vine Vine. And have your photo taken with a genuine Norman Vine medium-class escort. Want me to suck your And everyone gets a free cigar. Hello, I'm Norman Vine. Come to Vine World and all your dreams will come true. Assuming your dream is to come to Vine World! Vine World! Just off the freeway at Murray Bridge. $87.00 admission. Rides not included. I'm Norman Vine and I endorse this event or product. You're on the yacht. On Radio Adelaide. 101.5 FM. Lights. Camera. Action. Welcome back on the yacht again, my friends. And uh, you may have uh, thought that that was a rather unusual opening to this segment. But I will tell you right now that uh, it is actually because it is time for our film reviewer, Dr. Kevin Uh, No, I'm not. No, you're not our film reviewer. But you're here. I'm here. On Radio Adelaide 101.5. And I want
2: to hear about this movie.
0: Well, uh, why not ask the perfect gentleman? Here joining us in the studios is Associate Professor Curtis Lindsay. Hello, Curtis. Hello, Adam. Uh, Curtis, uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing adequately well. How mm. are you? Thank oh. you once again for inviting me. I, I do enjoy coming onto the program. No, oh, thank you for asking. Uh, I'm doing well, uh, well as well as can be expected, but with this uh, damn dead foot. Oh, yes. And uh, what of you, Dr. Kevin Goodall? Oh. Your your office is, of course, down the hall from mine. Oh, yes. Oh, that's right, you're both working at the Flinders University, was that right? Oh, yes, that is adequately correct. Do I sense a little rivalry in, in between here? We've got a doctor... And an associate professor. I mean, uh... No, we are like the Capulets and the Montagues. That's a little film joke for the listener at home. Listener, ah, very it's not good. Not
2: really a film joke, is it? It's more, more of a theatre joke.
0: I believe I am the associate professor, Dr. Kevin Goodall. Adam. Hmm. Okay. Well, let's just let's just move away from this uh, hostility. What I wanted to talk about is the latest movie that you've seen, uh, Curtis. Yes, Adam, I uh, have... Sorry, which movie was that? I have seen The Day the Earth Stood Still. Oh, okay, well, spiel on. It is the remake of the 1951 classic. You have Shall an... I begin my review of yes. the current film? Review away. Well, in 1928, a mountaineer, Keanu Reeves finds a sphere in the mountains of India. And then he goes unconscious. And then he wakes up. The sphere is gone. And then it's the present day. And then there's word that another sphere is coming to the Earth. And then some scientists and military people take away some other scientists and put them into a helicopter and they fly around New York City. And then the sphere comes to New York City and a man gets out and then somebody shoots the man And then the man goes to hospital and then the president of the United States finds out and sends someone to look at him And then something happens and then he's outside And I forget the character's name, but then it turns out that he's trying to save the earth from humanity and then he tries to destroy humanity, and then he doesn't, so he changes his mind, and then he gets back into the sphere, and And then the sphere goes away, and then writing appears on the screen and scrolls upwards in a vertical direction, and then music started to play, and then I left the cinema and went to my car in the car park, And then I got into my car, and then I started my car, and drove to my house, and then I went to the toilet, and then I finished that, and I got in my car again, and I came to the radio station, and then I started talking on the radio about the film. And then, now, then I'm finished. Adam? Hmm. Curtis, that was an interesting review. Uh, I'd be interested to hear your take, Dr. Kevin Goodall. I did not enjoy it. No, no, no. The
2: movie or the review? It's just not my thing, Adam Curtis. It's just
0: not my thing. Please, Associate Professor. You're listening to Radio Adelaide on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM on the yacht. Now, I was wondering, Curtis, if uh, you had a view on perhaps some of the subplots of the movie. Did you think that there was a lesson to be learned for humanity? I don't like to focus on the subplots, only the main plot. Adam? Hmm, I suppose that's where all the juicy stuff is. Uh... I, um... Lots of spheres. Yes, and what did you make of the character development? Keanu Reeves played a character of the alien, and he did a very good job. The other actors also played their characters. But I did enjoy Keanu Reeves as the alien. It reminded me of my hometown back on my place. Curtis, I, uh, I've heard good things about the cinematography of the film. I mean, how... Was it visually pleasing? Or was it... Uh, I mean, did it appropriately capture the feeling set? The film was shot in colour by 9 lenses provided by Panavision. Mmm... You know, all this talking of the movies has gotten me, uh... Uh, reminded of my time as a child visiting uh, the local movie theatres. At the time we called them movies because you see before we just had pictures and we would just call these plain pictures stillies or stillos I think that's what the kids are calling it now but we were very surprised that they were starting to move, they were moving so we called them movies And I remember one of the first movos that i had ever seen was of a train, uh, you know, a train locomotive. It was hurtling towards the centre of the screen as if at the viewer, uh, and everyone in the theatre was... uh, uh, well, scared that the uh, train was about to burst forth through the project dial screen, I don't know, and crash into the audience. I mean, uh, it's but it was good. I mean, uh, do you have any experiences like that in a in a in a film theatre? Uh, Curtis. Yes, I have not had that exact experience, although I did see an elephant be electrocuted once. It wasn't at the movies, though. Mm. Mm. Well, I, I'm not much of a film man myself. Uh, I uh, have a Beta player in my home, but uh, they brought in uh, video, VHS videos, and uh, I couldn't, I couldn't keep up with the technology. Although it is funny that I should say that, because I do have quite a collection of videos from Siam, of all places but I uh, I can't really speak about those. You're on the yacht on Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM. Tell me about uh, your first movie. Oh, well... uh, (laughs) I believe I am the associate professor. Yes. All right, well, tell me about your first movie then, Curtis. You might have seen me in a film. You might not have. Okay, what... What film might I have seen you in? You might have seen me in Ben-Hur, but if you did, you made a mistake because I was not in that film. Perhaps you saw my reflection in the screen when you were watching it with me, or I could have been flying over it when it was being filmed. I shouldn't have said that. Tim Ray, what about you? What's the question? Movies, Tim. What's your favourite? I have to think, thinking thinking back a little while now, but, uh, oh, a very good one. Um, Piranhas 2, The Spawning. Much, much better than Piranhas 1, but uh, just fantastic. Yes, directed by James Camran. Features a mad scientist who crossbred flying fish with Piranha. Very similar to the Diadora flube from my home planet, my hometown. I shouldn't have said that. And then James Cameron directs... Enough of this filthy movie! I know, I know for a fact that there is nudity in this movie. I've seen it listed in the television guide. And there, are. It is titillating for young kids. We, I will not... Tolerate the discussion of filthy movies on my show. Do you understand, Curtis? And then James Cameron You're on the yacht, Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM. You're on the yacht on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM. Paris, 1942. Amidst the chaos, two lovers find each other. This lonely soldier's wife finds love with another man's bicycle.
3: C'était un film d'aventure.
0: Ah, terrible du soir!
2: C'était un roman d'amour.
0: We have seen some beautiful and beautiful things.
1: Compare, you mente. Compare,
0: A tryst in the meadow. A stolen kiss under the Eiffel Tower. This summer's biggest romance. Les garçons et les fills. Maybe PG-15. You're on the yacht, on Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM. And we're back uh, after that uh, quick song. Uh, Our movie reviewer, uh, Curtis Lindsay, has departed from the yacht on Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM. What is that mysterious fuzz in the background, Norman Vine? I don't know. Did you hear that? No. Um, hmm. Maybe why don't we ask uh, Good Tim Ray from the newsroom? I'm in the studio tonight. Well, yes. I've 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 come out, as it were, uh, out of the newsroom. That is, and mm. uh, I'm enjoying such a large studio. Hmm. Well, do you like it in here? I I do. How do you okay. find uh, the atmosphere? It is pleasant enough. Okay, good. Has that hissing stopped back there? Oh, I think it has. Yes. Well, I let's can. not bore people with the technical claptrap behind this radio program. Mm, good point, Norman. Have you introduced me? Yes, I believe I have. Hello. Well, uh, hello, listener. You're introduced again. Oh, hello. <laughs> Getting a bit too comfortable Whoa. with the listener there, Norman. Oh, yes, it's an, inter, it's an intimate, intimate medium. Normie, let me ask you a question. How come people don't duel anymore? Oh. You nobody know? has a spine anymore. No. They used to be gentlemen. At mm, mm. <coughs> uh, When I was a young man, a uh, young boy even, uh, my father and I would, uh. You didn't duel each other, did you? No, no. would, uh, Every third Sunday, we would go down to the town square to watch the duels. Really? Uh. Yes, that would happen right before the hanging. Oh, and, uh, well, that makes you know, sense, yeah. Men who had challenged, men previously, uh, if there had been some dishonour, uh, uh, one would challenge the other in, to a duel. Uh, in order to restore their honour. T- to restore the honour. So that's, that's how it worked. People used to have honour. Mm. Don't People, seem to have it anymore. No, they don't do, they Normie. No, well, I have honour, because I'm a gentleman. But mm. uh, very few gentlemen around these days, if you notice. Who uh, will open a door for a young lady. Who will open a car door for a young lady. Pull back... Open the fridge for a young lady. Hmm. Pull back the seat in a restaurant. For a young lady. Yeah. Not an old one. You wouldn't want to do it to that, is They don't deserve it. Hmm. Now, Normie, what's... No, they're all right. What what do you think about duels? Do you think they should be brought back? Oh, most definitely. It's Mm. what separated the men from the... The gentlemen. Do you think we could you, you, have, want, you want to be a gentleman. Do you think we could have weekly duels in the Victoria Square? Oh. Oh, yes. Mm. Well, I mean, I. what else was the Victoria Square built for? It's right in the centre of town. You can go down in the morning, watch the duel. And bury the dead under Queen Victoria. Well, perhaps you might, I don't know. Tim? Mm. Uh... Do You remember the duels back in the day? I, I do, I, and I I really, really miss them. Mm. It's, uh, as you say, it was just such a such a spectacle, such a family event, a family occasion, mm. fun for the whole family. I remember back in 1905, 19- <clears> as a boy, I went down to the port to watch a duel one Sunday morning. Oh! And I remember the dueling will always take place right next to the big obelisk. You know the one with the clock in it I don't think it's there anymore but we called it uh, the dueling clock or mm. the dueling obelisk where I mean, the dueling obelisk clock that's what it was and uh, I saw familiar. I saw two gentlemen well of course you live down at the port but of course I saw two gentlemen gentlemen having a duel they were quarreling over the love of a lovely lady I believe she was some sort of disputed piece of property. This was back in nineteen 19- <coughs> five. Course, when women were legally property. That's, that's how it works. And uh, they each fired their shot and it was remarkable. This rarely happens, but each bullet hit the other one and they both fell down. My word. And they both died of septicemia. Anyway, that young lady went on to become my first ex-wife. And that Anne- is my story. Anne Wills is your, is your uh, first wife. Oh, Many many years ago. Did you in not inter- anymore? Did you introduce her to those ghastly earrings? No, I think that might have been uh, something that, that uh, maybe that's why they were dueling I'm not sure. They weren't using them as bullets or anything like that, though. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> yes, I remember my first wife. Oh dear. We interrupt this program to bring you this breaking news story a large branch is causing headaches on Grange Road. Apparently some guy is just hitting people as they go past. Uh, right. We have a caller who I think might be calling in on 8303-50000 to, uh, win the bottle of plonk that we have here. Uh, day, caller.
3: Mr. Vine, my name is Dr. Mills. I am Dr. Lanyon Mills. I am a doctor
0: are you, co- are you in the uh, Australian Armed Forces, Mr. Mills? No,
3: sir, I am not.
0: Then you cannot win the bottle of Plunk.
3: I am not here for the bottle of Plunk.
0: It sounds I like he's in the Confederacy.
3: I have a bone to pick with you, Mr. Vine. Oh, really?
0: What oh, might this... Oh, really? Well, what is this bone? Please pick away.
3: Mr. Vine, my lovely daughter Clementine
0: Mm,
3: mm, 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 mm. attended your Vine World Amusement Park last Saturday, and she went for a ride in your Tunnel of Love ride. And my daughter Clementine tells me that while she was riding your Tunnel of Love, Mr. Vine, She had what can only be described as an illicit encounter with you, Mr. Vaughn.
0: I have so many encounters with so many of my park guests, I couldn't begin to recount them.
3: You have done me a grave personal insult, Mr. Vaughn.
0: Well, uh, my apologies, Mr. I
3: am a doctor. Doctor. And what's more... I am a man
0: of honor. Yes, of course you are. I
3: demand satisfaction, Mr. Van. Mm-hmm. Yes. I challenge you to a duel.
0: Well, I don't think we'll be talking to a him anymore.
3: A duel! No,
0: no, you can yes. only... Yes, no, you bring the no, duels back, I no, say. No, you can only channel... Duel, you can only duel gentlemen. Norman, duel this man. This man is this not a gentleman. He is a gentleman. have claimed with no... No. As you've claimed earlier in the show, you are a uh, gentleman, and this—oh yes, I am a gentleman. This uh, fine—I no, am a gentleman. Fine gentleman uh, has no, called in and challenged gentleman. you to a duel. No. Perhaps you might. Uh... You're listening to Radio Adelaide on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM on the yacht. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, we're back on the yacht and. Thank God we got that duel business sorted Hello? out. Oh, oh my god. Oh no. Hello? He's back. Hello, Mr. Uh, sorry, I forgot your name. Norman, uh, in a, a riposte? I can't remember who that was. I'm not even sure I have a tunnel of love ride at my theme park. Norman, you're looking ghostly. Yes, why well, I'm White just glad he has gone. Just glad that he's gone, and he won't be coming back on You know. are white as a sheep. Yes. Uh, dueling, it's bringing back a lot of memories. Uh, Mr. Sir, perhaps you might uh, uh, call back in uh, in the next uh, song, and we will arrange a time for this duel. What do you say to that, Tim Ray? Would you like to see a duel? Can, uh, uh, does one adjudicate a duel? Uh, yes, I think there is a uh, an adjudicator. Mm. Mm. Would you like to be that? I think I I think that should be my, that should be me. Mm. I should be he. No, there is no duel. There will be a duel. No duel. No Pistols at dawn. No. Actually, I get to decide the the weapons because I was the the challengee. <laughs> well, or the challenger. The challengee. The challenger. The challenger. The, <laughs> the challenged. The challenge. You are a challenged man. What Norman weapons could I pick? What about bottles of plonk at mm. dawn? Smash it over the table and you've got yourself a fine weapon. Bottles of plonk at t- 10,000 meters. I mm. think I'd be pretty safe with that one. You should have gone with the bazooko. It's a good weapon. Yeah, he gets first shot. Would want to do that. Mm. Yes, probably. Yeah, well, uh, fair enough. We oh. have a bottle of plonk to give away. Sorry about this, Norman. Doing that. <sighs> what is it? You're okay? My foot is dead. Oh, I'm sorry. Still got the pins and needles. I've got the pin... This is not funny. I've got the pins and needles and... Charlie horse. It's very, very painful. And I try to stand up. And... What do uh, I... I can't. I feel imbalanced. Do you ever have this sensation, Tim? No. Never had a foot fall asleep no no I I keep all my all my limbs well oxygenated Hmm. call in if you want a bottle of plunk call in if you want to duel Norman Vine as well no 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 duels you're on the yacht Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM you having problems in bed can't keep it up yeah we have all been there I guess well not not me because I use Dunkley's nasal spray It gets me up, up and away. And I just keep going and going and going. And they love it. Told all me mates about it. They're mighty satisfied. Yeah, how you going? I'm uh, Nick Blue. I read the traffic on the radio. But my god, for the life of me, I I just couldn't maintain an erection. And then I found out about Dunkley's nasal spray. Now I've got an erection all the time. The doctor says it's a prior prism. I say, oh yeah. Yeah, so I was plowing me missus, and the first thing I noticed, it's all squishy down there. First I thought it was her. Then I wondered if I was a f*** off. Turns out I was. But that was a different problem. I still couldn't get hard for the boys. So I used Dunkley's nasal spray, and it's f***ing hard, all right. Hello, I'm Tom
2: Hanks. As official celebrity, I know my endorsement has just made your mind up for you. My support for
0: Dunkley's Nasal
2: Spray isn't just about breaking boundaries. I swear on the Holy Bible, I support
0: Dunkley's Nasal Spray.
2: I'm Tom Hanks. Around the world, to friend and foe alike, who have gone off half-cocked.
0: I support Dunkley's Nasal Spray. I'm
2: Tom Hanks. Turn off the camera.
0: Well, how can you argue with that? Dunkley's Nasal Spray. Nothing flaccid about that. Well, except maybe the name Dunkley. That's a bit deceivious, but Dunkley's nasal spray. male order only.
3: On the
0: Radio Adelaide: 101.5 FM. This is Tim Ray, speaking.: Yes, welcome back on the yacht on this uh, lovely February the 13th. Ah. Interesting, interesting. I had uh, forgotten completely that it is one day until the Valentine's Day. Oh, have you had any plans, Adam? Norman, I I don't have any plans. uh, Oh, you can't stay with me again. Hmm, not like last last Valentine's Day I spent at your your, your mansion. Yes. uh, No, you're the only other man who's ever seen me naked, Adam. Well, except for that one time. Not even the doctor who performed your circumcision. No, all of my doctor's are lovely lady friends. Hmm. I wouldn't have it any other way. Kevin Goodall, is there a special sweetie who'll be the focus of your attention come tomorrow? Lady Goodall.
2: I suspect I'll be spending it with my lovely nephew, Angelo. I thought you were yes.
0: going to say you're spending it with your narrow urethra. <laughs> oh, Adam. That, would be oh, that is perfect. a low blow. Oh, Alright, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. All right. Enough. Enough low of this. Low blow. Enough of this, chat. Let's go for a news break in the newsroom. Hello. Management has locked me in the newsroom again, so I guess it's time for a news update. Good morning. I'm Tim Ray, taking a look at the latest weather forecast now. There is a level three Robert Frost alert. A level three Robert Frost alert. For the Adelaide metropolitan area. A level three Robert Frost alert. Residents should watch out for dangerous patches of early 20th century American colloquial poetry. Experts recommend Shakespeare. I repeat, level three. Damning revelations have emerged surrounding the Norman Vine-owned Vine Tech University. A Fleeting Affair Tonight reporter, Amy Warren, went to Mr. Vine's home after reports of unfair dismissal were filed against the multi-million dollar Vine Corporation. Mr. Vine, Mr. Vine, is it true that Vine Tech University has had a 100% pass rate ever since its opening? Yes, VGU is proud of its successful history. But Mr. Vine, is it true that you're expelling the bad students so they don't register as fails? Mr. Vine... I have no further comment on that. Mr. Vine! Mr. Vine, I know where you live, because I'm talking into your home intercom. Get off my property or I shall release the anthrax. (laughs) Amy Warren for On The Yacht. (laughs) The always convincing Amy Warren there with that in-depth interview with Norman Vine. (laughs) To other news now, and I had a really good haircut the other day. (laughs) Mmm, good haircut. Let's get the latest on the roads with Nick Blue. Yeah, how you going, Tim? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, how you going, Tim? Just checking the vital signs to drive home here on Radio Adelaide, 101.5 FM. Actually, I have a technical problem right now, so I can't give you any traffic. And if you don't want technical problems, you should pick up a Vine computer for only 175 at vinecomputers.com. Tim? Yeah, but if you don't have a computer, how can you go to vinecomputers.com? Yeah, just checking your logic there, Tim. Yeah, uh, you might already own a computer, or you could go to a library, or you could steal one, Tim. Oh, what else, Nick, can I ask you about? Yeah, Tim, there's a possible range of questions you could ask me at this time. I recommend picking up Wattstein's Social Etiquette Guide, the $3.95 down at the local server. How are you? Wow, I never thought you'd ask... That's great, Tim. Thanks very much. See you next time at the Traffic Centre. Tim. Thanks, Nick. Nick Blue there in the I don't give a f- about anyone else Traffic Centre. You're out of date, uh, up to date, with the latest news and weather. You're on the yacht, and I'm on fucking medication because of all this dust! Says Tim Ray.
1: Says spe- <laughs> <This is> Tim.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Ah, thank you for that uh, lovely news update, Tim. You're welcome. Oh. Oh, you're here, Tim. I'm. I'm in the newsroom. Ah. Oh, oh. Sorry. I, having a party down there. It's with these cataracts, I have no idea who's in the studio anymore. Uh, there is one thing I wanted to mention in regards to the news. Uh, last, hmm. last night I was taking, uh, after last night's show actually, I was taking a stroll down the uh, fabulous Riverbank Precinct. Because of course we are on seven nights a week now. Mm. Seven. This global financial crisis has, uh, the, the weekend guy has been fired. People demand more on the yacht anyway, more yacht that's uh, what they say 5UV Radio Adelaide's on the yacht call now double 50000 and to continue my story I was yes just walking down uh, and some local youths I ran across and uh, they manhandled me and picked me up and held me over their shoulders and threw me off the Torrens' footbridge. Oh dear. Now, uh... as a competent swimmer, Norman, I... would have easily been able to, uh, you know, after the initial splash, swim back to the river bank and, uh... dry myself off and report it to the police as well. there yes, was no Sergeant, water. Sergeant Bob O'Brien, I'm sure, would help you out with that. There was no water. No water? In the River Torrens. Oh, I'm yes. dry. I've, bone. I've heard of it. As about dry this. as a bone. Not enough water to sail a yacht down. Uh, so what, you mm. fell into the mud? Well, I fell off. And, uh, that's what gave me this damn dead leg. Oh dear. Mm. And do you know why all of this happened? Because no some... Norman Vine. <coughs> no. <laughs> no, it wasn't I I don't think I had It wasn't all it. stolen for Norman Vine's new bottled water operation. It was because it's some... Not drinkable. Ninkum poop. Hooligan! Some nitwit. Some imbecile. Let all the water out through the weir. And so there is no water left. <sighs> and to top it all off, as I was coming in, to tonight's show, I saw a young man urinating into the river. Well, that's good. I like that. Well, he's doing his part, isn't he? But it's disgusting. If you're going to urinate, do so in a public restroom. Or at least
2: a paper bag. No, Adam, in all seriousness, I I commend this young man or woman, who maybe a woman, for For midurating into the dry riverbed, because let's face it, if we all of us did our part and went down to the Torrens tonight and passed our powerful streams into this dry riverbed. Even with even with your narrow urethra, Dr. Kevin Goodall. Even me. (laughs) Although that's a very low blow, Norman. (laughs) But in all seriousness, if we all did it, every man, woman, and child in Adelaide tonight on the banks of the Torrens, passing
0: urine, then the flow would be restored completely overnight. Mm. And it would probably be less polluted than the water before. Ah, good point, Norman. Uh, Well, I'm... Think of the Popeye! I'm turned around on the subject. Sailing on a sea of urine. If we could organise a charity drive, a telethon, to get uh, all of Adelaide's men and women and children AND CHILDREN to to, uh, all arrange to meet at uh, the riverbank uh, let's say tomorrow afternoon at 5pm and to just drop their pants whip it out and let God's work happen 5UV Radio Adelaide's On The Yacht Call now 8303 o. And just in case you'd forgotten we were giving away a bottle of plunk on tonight's show. Some wino. Uh, yes. Some wino for the wine enthusiast. Good quality piss. Not the kind of piss you'll be doing in the... <coughs> Torrens oh, River tomorrow afternoon. Oh, that's not appropriate. Not appropriate. It's very appropriate. It's being a good South Australian, that's what it's being. Oh, I'm sure Mike Rand, if he were to call in right now, would be very excited about this. Uh, well... Is someone listener, is someone is calling in right now. Oh it's Mike Rann I, Rand I right hope now. I hope it's our good premier. Uh, perhaps they've perhaps Mike Rann has come in to claim the bottle of Plonk.
2: Or maybe he wants to challenge
0: Norman to a duel. Hello, Mike? Mike Rann? Nah. Are you challenging Norman to a duel, Mike Rann?
1: What? Nah, it's not Mike.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, who is this?
1: Uh, who do you think it is?
0: I know, I know who it is. That Kentucky man again, isn't it? No. Oh, please don't jewel me. I'll give you anything you want. Do you like power? No, it's my good friend. Free trip to Vine World. It's my good friend, Chris Vine. Chris
3: Vine? It's James Tray.
0: Oh. Oh, yes, you're a regular caller, James. Chris Vine? Regular, regular caller. What do you. are, Are you calling up to win the bottle of piss?
1: I call up every night. I can't believe it. I'm calling up. Did you call up last night? Oh, yeah.
0: We have so many callers, Tim, that... James, that we, uh... We can't put you on the air every single night at your own whim. But we've put you on tonight because you might be winning this bottle of, uh... Champers. Now, does he have to do anything? Does he have to answer a series of questions, each getting harder? No, 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 no. He just has to be, uh... A member of the Australian Armed Forces serving overseas.
2: Yes. Do you meet the criteria, James? Yes. Jim, where are you? J- James,
1: definitely not Jim. Uh, yeah, of course, I, I meet that criteria.
0: Where are you? Where are you, James? Are you? Uh, where are you stationed?
1: I'm. Uh, I'm overseas. I, overseas.
0: Whereabouts overseas? Uh, down at the markets.
1: Sort of uh, north, northwest, a long way from Australia.
0: Do you have the name of the particular country? Is he on patrol?
1: Uh, yes, yes, I'm patrolling. You dueling no. infidels. Just just pat- just for
0: Okay. He's a citizen on patrol. James. So what is the country in question? Jim.
1: Ah, uh, Afghanistan.
0: Ah, good. Yes. All right. So you're one of our boys serving over one of in our boys in blue. Digger. White. Brown in the uh in the, uh, graveyard of empires. Is oh, that correct, James? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, now, how do we know... Tell us... How would we know that you are... You are a member of our armed forces? Oh,
1: well... Oh, has Got a lot of guns with me.
0: Mm, and, okay. Um, Can you rattle your dog tags over um, the
1: phone? Uh, nah, they're, um... They're a bit, they're a bit busy at the moment. Right. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm using them, um for other things.
2: So what are you doing in Afghanistan?
1: Oh, well there's there's a, there's a lot of sand here. Yeah. it load of lot of sand, um and lot of lot of guns and just doing a bit of fighting and
0: mm, who are you fighting, James?
1: Oh, anyone <laughs>
0: Uh Alright, be be a specific. tell us about your last battle.
1: My last my last battle it was um Against a, against a few few hundred uh, thousand uh, people. Uh, just just me and my dog tags that uh, I was using for their appropriate use this mm-hmm. time. Because I had so many guns with me. It's just, yeah, a piece of piss.
2: So you're fighting the Taliban? Yeah.
1: that's Yeah, that's the name of them. Yeah, the Taliban, that's right, yeah.
2: You're fighting the
0: Taliban?
1: I, uh, well, I'm working... Uh, I, I'm very cl- very close to them. Oh,
0: he's an undercover agent. Mm. A spy. No? no.
1: Yes. No. Uh, James? No. Yes.
0: James, do you have your uh, Australian Army number? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you sign up to the Australian Army officially?
1: I've I've got a number.
0: But did you just turn up in Afghanistan? Mm, well, we weren't, uh, unfortunately, we weren't able to uh, give away the, uh, that bottle of poison.
2: But at least he didn't
0: challenge you to a duel, Norman. Mm.
2: When that light lit <laughs> up and the phone was ringing, I thought
0: you were going to cry. No, only gentlemen can challenge another gentleman to a duel. If you're a commoner, I shall whip you with my riding stick, but I will not duel you.
2: Maybe, uh, one day, uh, you and I should try it, Norman. No?
0: If you can take it. Bit of a duel. Oh. Sunday afternoon duel. Why afternoon? Let's make it morning. Duel. I do my dueling before breakfast. All right, well, this looks like we're reaching our conclusion for the show. Just a reminder, 5 p.m. tomorrow. Come down to the Torrens, and we'll see Norman Vine dueling several people. What? Uh, you can catch that entertainment after you've... Uh, just done your business in the River Torrens to fill it all up for your patriotic duty. Uh, I think I might be out of town that particular day. No, you'll be there. It. You'll be there, with your pants around your ankles, filling up our national river. State river. Yes. Uh, sure, sure. Yeah. Alright, well, one final piece of housework to get out of the way. A subscription to Radio Adelaide is the ultimate environmentally friendly present. There you go. Uh, You don't have to wrap it. Hmm. Kids wrap, don't they? Hmm. And we deliver it.
2: What Uh, more could you want? Uh,
0: well, for $52 you might expect a bit more. But uh $26 concession sounds like a ruddy good deal to me. Oh, it sounds like a great green deal to me. Hmm. It's environmentally friendly. Did you know that, Norman? Yes. Hmm. KG. Yes? Uh, What, what did you get out of tonight's show? Ooh.
2: Not a lot, Adam. Hmm. I was asleep for most of it, truth be told.
0: Yes, you did seem to drift in and out of the studios.
2: Power naps.
0: The key to success.
2: A man must take them if I want to avoid a micro-sleep on the
0: drive home. Mmm, uh, mm, you might increase your fertility as well, I uh, saw so I've heard. Oh, Adam. Norman. I think I heard the we-are-running-late bell. Oh, okay, okay. Well, uh, if, if that's the case, I bid you a fond farewell, listener, from uh, all of us down here on the yacht. We've got Norman. Hello, Kevin Goodl, uh, I'm Norman. Tim Ray. Me, Adam. The Radio Adelaide Dog. Our producers... Uh, David M. Green is one of them. Who else have I forgotten? The uh, James who, Trey, our regular who call. Who is
2: this Christopher Vine?
0: No. No, he's not mm, on the team. More on that later, no. Dr. Kevin Goodle. We Keep sure your ears and eyes peeled. Okay. Peeled open. And lit. I might add, I'll be saying thank you to him all night long tonight. Oh. Well. That's all for tonight's show. It's been good having you here. Please enjoy five hours of the BBC.
2: Don't forget 5 p.m. tomorrow the Torrens.
0: 5 p.m. tomorrow at the Torrens. Duels and urination. I'm Adam. Good night.
3: days. Then he told me he had been transferred to India and he would have to go.